Good Saturday morning to you. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I am Jason Kong and Bill. Good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Jason. Doing great. Good, good. Great to hear. And we've got a, a fun show lined up for you today. We've got some seminars to tell you about a little bit later. But Bill, let's let's start with Hurricane Harvey. Um, well, if if anyone's been out at all this past week. Uh, You've noticed that gas prices have just gone through the roof. I'm, I'm sure we can expect to, um, you know, when gas prices go up, they seem to stay up for a long time. Uh, they, it, it, they're slow to come down and quick yeah. to go up, but they're clearly a whole lot more, uh, costs a whole lot more for a gallon of gas today than it did a couple weeks ago. Uh, no surprise there, um, uh, but uh, obviously we have to be a little more, uh, conservative in our our driving uh, these days, although even with the spike, it's not as bad as it was a couple years ago. No, it's not. So not so bad. But one thing I did want to mention is the fact that at this point, many of us uh, are looking at ways that we can help the victims of Hurricane Harvey, and the the this is a time of scammers. So families need to uh, be very careful. Uh, and scams can hit anybody, the old, the young, everybody. Um, and, and so um, there, there are a lot of lookalikes out there. Uh, th- this is a time to uh, donate to those organizations that you are very familiar with. So if, if you're solicited, uh, either uh, via computer or telephone. Actually, one of the smartest things you can do is be is basically, if you're interested in that particular donation, is to say thank you very much and hang up, and then do some research on that organization to see if they they're legitimate. They may be, they may not be, uh, and. Uh, also, be particularly on computers. Um, look for the address. You know the www dot whatever, because mm-hmm. oftentimes scams are one letter off. <laughs> so you, you know you have to know what you're looking for, uh, because oftentimes the uh, web pages look identical, even though they are scams. And so one of the things is to. Uh, do a little research on who you want to make your donation to. Um, and there are a lot of good organizations out there that need assistance. But uh, one place to, to quite frankly look is the Secretary of State's office. Elaine Marshall does a terrific job. Uh, and she, on her website, uh, she has listed legitimate uh, donation sites and illegitimate uh uh, th- those that are known scams that are going on out there. And uh, quite frankly, if uh, if you see one that you discover to be a scam, report it to the Secretary of State's office, and that way it will let other folks know. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's hard to bring those folks to justice, but at the same time, you don't want your money uh, going to a scammer, that's for sure. So another place that you can look is the Better Business Bureau in terms of legitimate um, sites for donation. And another interesting thing is for, for those appeals for goods, you know, like food, clothing, things like that, it takes a robust organization, not a fly-by-nighter, 
to do that in order to be able to distribute those uh, things um, to where it's needed. And so, uh, you know, those kind of donations you need to investigate as well in terms of what kind of distribution system that they have in order to get the goods uh, to the victims. And so, you know, th- this is a time uh, to be just careful uh, about how and where uh, those donations go. So just just be careful and do a little bit of research. Uh, don't be caught up in, in the sad story of someone who's calling you or uh, internet. That you, you just have to be real careful because we do want to support these victims. We want to do something. We want to do something that's worthwhile. But we want to make sure that what we give uh, is actually going to those victims and helping the folks. And clearly, at this stage of it, money um, is is the better donation, if you will. That's what's really needed. Um, and and stick with the organizations that you're familiar with. And if you're thinking about one that you're not overly familiar with, do some research. Don't ever make a decision while you're on the phone without doing some research. It's just um, so important because there are a lot of folks that are trying to take advantage of the situation. Yeah, and that's that's the most, I guess, disgusting part of it for me is that, you know, it's, it's a tragedy and this is where people are just, you know, they, they've lost everything that they've owned and people just want to take advantage of it you know that the the money bags light up in their eyes and they think okay this is my chance well this is the opportunity for those scam artists to do their thing so we just have to be very cautious you're exactly right we do have to be cautious and uh, and please do your research and double check everything to make sure the dollars are going where you intend them to go all right bill well uh let's let's move on to insurance that's the topic of well, today's show actually i thought it would be interesting uh, to talk about a few other things first um uh, one of the things that's really f- uh, fun for me to think about in in terms of you know last week we talked about um how the world changed mm-hmm. and how things are different for the folks who are behind us than uh, possibly for us you know it's different for me than it is for you um well, uh, one of the things that sort of captures that is the Beloit College mindset list. Um, and for those, it's uh, the Beloit College is B-E-L-O-I-T. I have no clue where it is, but this list comes out. <laughs> this list comes out. Uh, we'll probably get a call on that one. But but uh, this list comes out every year. And one thing that's that's interesting about this is that this year uh, is the year in which the last millennials, uh, or at least in terms of their normal class, will go to college. So that is – now, truth, <laughs> I have to admit, it took me a, a, a while to figure out who millennials were in the first place, you know, <laughs> you know being an, a, a baby boomer. Um, you know, all of the generations have their different names, and it's sort of like which one's which, and I have to admit that I was a little confused about that. But the millennials are those who were born uh, before 2000. And so this year, those born in 1999 will head off to college. This, I mean, right now, they're probably already at in, in their uh, first classes. Um but so those born in 1999, and what kind of mindset uh, those folks would have? 
Well, and, and it's interesting. Next year will be the first year of Generation Z. Now, you know, for me, it'll take me 10 years to figure out who those <laughs> folks are. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's, that's just uh, the way it is. I mean, so uh, what's life been like for a generation, uh, uh, not Generation Z, but for our millennials? Well, for one thing, um, the telephone uh, has, for those folks, have always been more than just a, uh, a device that you could make a call on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mobile phones have been around since 1999 and before. And so a phone for that generation, uh, you know, the, the to be able to talk to somebody is probably the last thing that they do with their telephone. They play games on it, and they use it as a GPS direction finder and MapQuest, and it's an electronic telegraph, if you will, with, uh, you know, one of the, the things that frustrated me is I wanted to communicate with my kids when they were in college via email, and they would never look at their email. It was like if I didn't send them a text message on a telephone, it was like I couldn't communicate with them. It was really uh, frustrating. But for so many folks, they're t- for this generation, the millennials, the uh, telephone is where they do a lot of their research, you know, because it's really a very powerful computer and has been since they were born. So to, to me, um, uh, it, it's... Significant. So what else is different about the millennials? Well, for most millennials, uh, they're borrowing an awful lot of money to, to go to college. Um, and they come out of college with a lot of debt. You know, that's we talked about that last week. Um, some of the other things, eHarmony has always been around for these guys <laughs> as an algorithm for happiness. Can you imagine that? Ugh. Uh, Peanuts, you know, the comic strip, Mm -hmm. it's always been a rerun. (laughs) It's always been a repeat, if you will. Uh, That's It's just uh, there's always been emojis uh, for this generation, uh, really sort of will. The Panama Canal has always belonged to Panama. (laughs) Believe that. I mean, you know, these are things. They wouldn't know what a Sears catalog or a Montgomery Ward catalog w- was uh, unless their their grandparents pulled one out to <laughs> to put in the car, uh, you know, that for them to sit on. You know, uh, Donald Trump is another one. Whether you're for him or uh, or not, but to this generation, Donald Trump has always been a political figure. Now. Part of that time he's been a Democrat. Part of that time he's been an independent. And now he's a Republican, but he's always been a political figure for this generation. Um, what are some of the other things? Um, this is first first generation where Watson has outperformed Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazon has always been around. Yeah. Uh, uh, this generation wouldn't know what a BlackBerry is, um, <laughs> other than fruit. <laughs> yeah, ancient tool. Uh, right. Um, you, you know, they've always been searching for Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's just so um, uh, many things. The seat of Germany's government has always been in Berlin. Yeah. You know, uh, another one uh, for those of us in the older generation. Um 
you, you know, the Concord. Uh, you know, Jet JetBlue has always been a favorite travel option for this generation, and the Concord has has never flown for this generation. It's always been grounded, uh, if they know what that is. No, they probably don't. <laughs> um, uh, what are some of the other things? Um, uh, 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 ketchup has always come in green <laughs> for this generation. Uh, you know, it's it, there are just um, uh, so many things. Uh, Supreme Court decisions have always been available on their own website, on their website. You know, I mean, that's sort of, you know, no big deal. But um, uh, having another child has always been a, a way to secure matching tissue to heal an older or younger sibling. You know, yeah. it's uh, – you know, there, there's just uh, so many things um, uh, that are, uh, you know, well, another one, U.S., if they're a baseball fan, for this generation, the U.S. professional baseball has always played in Cuba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just um, uh, Motorola and Nokia uh, have always been in essence, shrinking giants. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this generation has never known Motorola as the giant that we knew of it uh, at one time. Uh, Bill Clinton has always been Hillary's husband <laughs> <laughs> for this generation. That's a good point. Um, you know, so it's it, it, it's just a different mindset, and so you know, it's so different. Uh, you know, for us baby boomers, you know, where. We grew up, and, you know, the um, we remember, uh, quite frankly, uh, the days of segregation. We remember, you know, as part of our lives when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Most of us remember where we were the moment we heard that news or uh, the assassination of Bobby Kennedy or the assassination of— of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, all significant events in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vietnam War was very personal to our generation. Uh, all of us had friends who died in that war uh, or who were injured in in that war or we served in that war. Um, it, it's um, That's part of, of our generation. And, of course— the the good news is that there's there's still generations uh, before the baby boomers that those who created the baby boomers are still <laughs> around to some limited degree. You know the greatest generation and and those who uh, went through um, Korea and and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Those were uh, well, I I still remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. You know that was John F. Kennedy era. Um, so. It's really interesting to think back in terms of those events and things around us that um, formed our lives. I mean, you might—I mean, you're too young. I mean, you're you're more of the mobile phone generation. But when I was a kid, uh, we had one telephone in our home that was a party-line phone. We were fortunate Mm -hmm. to have a telephone. Not every family even had a telephone and we had one that we shared with our neighbors. So if you picked up the phone and somebody was on it, uh, you'd ha- you'd hang up and have to wait <laughs> for them. Of course, you know, back then we uh, you know, and the and the telephone numbers were um 
much, much shorter than they, they A little are. bit easier to dial. A lot easier to dial. And we had rotary uh, dial phones, not the digital things. And it was all analog, and of course. So anyway, but it's, it, it is interesting to um, uh, remember uh, the things that, that made a difference in our lives and, and what formed us, if you will, and made, uh, uh, made us who we are. Yeah, incredible. And uh, the millennials, it's just, I, I guess it is a completely different mindset. And uh, in Beloit College, by the way, in Wisconsin. So, is that where uh, it is? Oh, okay. there, there we go. We've, I bet you looked it up, didn't saw, you? Uh, <laughs> I used a, a, a famous tool by the uh, the millennials. They, they know it well. It's called Google. I plopped it in there and got the answer. There we I go. Needed. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. I am Jason Kong. And, Bill, we've got another seminar coming up this Wednesday. Let's uh, let people know what this is all about. This is free for the public to attend. And how many seminars do we have this Wednesday? Well, we have three coming up, uh, one at 10 o'clock, one at 2 o'clock, and another at 630 uh, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we would uh, certainly encourage folks uh, to sign up either by email, wga at wgalaw.com, or giving us a call at 256-7000. Um, this is our monthly seminar uh, the, where we talk about long-term care issues that are so vitally important to families um, that are deal- either currently dealing with those issues or think they may need to deal with those issues um, in the foreseeable future. Um, it's all, it, it is so important for folks to get prepared. And this seminar uh, is one of the best ways for folks to really prepare for it um, because we talk about so many things that are confusing. These government assistance programs, well, first of all, you have to understand that you're Insurance, your health insurance, Medicare, and your health insurance does not pay for long-term care. At least it it, it pays for a few days during your your initial crisis, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So basically, long-term care expenses, in other words, caring for someone who can't do for themselves. You know, they can't dress themselves. They, uh, you know, they need somebody to cut up their food for them. They need help dressing. They need help uh, assistance going to the restroom or taking a shower or bath. Um, th- these are things that many, many families have to deal with. Um, your health insurance doesn't pay for it. Medicare doesn't pay for it. The, if you think that the government will take care of you if you're poor, you're wrong. Uh, it doesn't work that way. Um and so these are very confusing programs, and they, they're not even consistent with each other. So coming to this seminar is really and truly a way that folks can figure these things out. It's still complex, but at least if you come to the seminar, you will have a pretty good understanding of what your options are. You will learn uh, when you can't get assistance and when you can. And that's really important for folks to know. You can't just stick your head in the sand and and ignore something that hits almost every family. 
because uh, more than half of us will have long-term care issues. And the fact of the matter is long-term care issues are extraordinarily expensive to deal with. Uh, folks run out of money when it strikes them. Uh, spouses can become impoverished because of the health needs of their spouse. Uh, and there's so much bad information on the street, what we call half-truths. And some of it, unfortunately, is, is being offered by other professionals um, just simply because they don't know better. You know, they, they, um, you know it's like the carpenter with, with a, um, one hammer and one nail, and guess what their solution is? <laughs> they have one solution. That's right. Well, I mean, and I'll give you some examples. What are some of the half-truths out there? Well, one of the first half-truths is that you have to be poor. You have to give everything away five years before you need assistance. And in other words, um, you can put it into an irrevocable trust five years before you need help. Well, Truthfully, there are very few folks that I know who really want to create an irrevocable trust before they need one. And five years ahead of schedule is, I mean, because first of all, when can you predict right. that you're going to need the assistance? And and so uh, that methodology, while, while it is an option for most people, it's not the right option. Uh, there are lots of other options. That's the half-truth. It's not your only option. It's just one. Um, another one, if you go on Medicaid, that the state will take your house away. Uh, well, can it happen? Absolutely, it can happen. That's why it's a half-truth. But there are many ways that, uh, with good advice that you can actually protect your uh, property from any kind of a state recovery, but you have to do it in advance. Those folks who are seeking help after their parent dies and a state recovery has attached have made a huge mistake because they haven't sought professional help before their person uh, died. And and it, that's a real shame um, because if, if you seek help, even if you're already on Medicaid, if you seek help prior, in almost every instance, there is something you can do to protect your property. Um, and there's so many other half-truths out there. It's, it's uh, another one for veterans as well as for Medicaid that the way to get uh, eligibility is to buy an annuity. Uh, not true. And in fact, oftentimes an annuity will actually hurt a veteran as opposed to help them because it's it, the test for VA pension benefits is much more complex than simply buying an annuity. But an annuity can be helpful to some people. So, again, it's a half-truth. But how do you know whether you're hearing the true side or the false side of that story unless you understand it better? So our seminar can be extraordinarily helpful to families, whether they're they're uh, looking at the potential need for Medicaid or special assistance or veterans' pension for long-term care or even understanding how Medicare works uh, when it's related to long-term care issues. Um, now, we don't feed you. you know. This is, this is educational, and it's worth every minute of your time. 
so we would encourage folks um, uh, to to anyone who is in the crisis now or uh, uh, just want to know more about uh, how these systems work. Uh, we, we get a number of professionals, and they're always welcome to come, whether they're accountants or attorneys or, or financial advisors or social workers. We, it's not unusual for us to get one or two of, of, each, of those categories into our, our seminars. Um, so we would encourage you to, to sign up, uh, to give us a call, and, and come. We, we would like to know you're coming. That's very helpful to us, but uh, we would certainly encourage folks to come to our seminar. And it's this Wednesday. That's right. Um, so they need to sign up. Uh, you can, they can call our office and leave a message, and we'll call them back, or they can call us Monday or even Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll uh, get them down. 919-256-7000 is the number to reach Bill in the office, or you can uh, shoot them an email, wga at wgalaw.com to register in advance. Again, that's this Wednesday at Independence Village in Raleigh. It's it's such a valuable resource because you can't find comprehensive knowledge like this anywhere else. Uh, it's, it's just impossible to find. So if you think that you'll benefit from this any in any way, I highly encourage you to register. Again, 919-256-7000 is the number. WGA at WGALaw.com to shoot over an email. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I am Jason Kong. And Bill, I, I jumped the gun earlier. I was so excited to talk about insurance that I forgot about everything else we need to talk about. But now, I, it, are we able to talk about some insurance now? A- absolutely. Okay, In fact, good. some people are just going, oh, golly, <laughs> day. Who, that, what an, uh, a yucky subject. But actually, um, I, when I say insurance, I'm really talking about the, the really yucky one, and that's life insurance, because uh, life insurance is really a lot more than most people give it credit for. Life insurance has changed a great deal. It's still there, and it still looks the same. It smells the same, but it's very different than it was 25, 35 years ago when many of us uh, purchased our life insurance. So what I'm really getting at is this. Now, uh, Jason, I am sure that you, because you have a young family, you're married, you have a young family, that you have purchased some life insurance. It's probably term insurance, which has no cash value, uh, and it has a real advantage for folks your age. And that is, it's cheap, okay? It is. And, and you buy that kind of insurance for risk. In other words, what if I die? I want to make sure that there's money for my uh, spouse and for my uh, child or children in order to get over the hump, either to pay the mortgage, to have money available to send them to college, something. But there's a reason why you have purchased insurance. Um, because obviously um, your income won't be available to your children and your spouse, uh, and oftentimes it's extraordinarily difficult for them to uh, take care of things if there's not some insurance. Well, 
the thing about it is, is okay, that has its place, but the likelihood of your term insurance being useful to you later on is about zero. In other words, unless you have an untimely death, it is extremely likely that you you will have paid for this insurance and you will live past its maximum age and it will expire and you will never get a penny out of your life insurance. That's just the way term insurance works. Well, what I want folks to understand is that even you should consider buying uh, insurance that has cash value to it. Um, And there are different ways of doing it, um, but whole life policies uh, that are purchased from a good insurance company normally will pay for themselves within 15 years, give or take a year or two, depending on markets and things like that. So in essence, most life insurance policies that are underwritten as a whole life policy from a good company with uh, historically good returns will actually have enough dividends built in to the policy uh, within about 15 years or so so that you can stop paying and it will pay for itself for the rest of your life. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's some other things that folks really need to know that most people don't talk about, shouldn't talk about as it relates to life insurance. Now, this this program is asset protection today. Well, guess what? Life insurance is asset protected. So if you buy life insurance with cash value to it, or term for that matter, but life insurance, your creditors can't take that away from you. It is asset protected. Well, that means an awful lot, (laughs) okay? But what about uh, other aspects of it? Well, uh, some of the things that folks do know, it is actually – one of the last, maybe the last, tax-sheltered investment. Uh, Now, you're not supposed to call life insurance an investment, but what I'm getting at is that when you pay your money, internally, the growth inside that policy grows tax-free. In other words, there's no income tax paid on what's going on um, in terms of the growth of your cash value inside a life insurance policy. Now, the other things about life insurance that a lot of folks don't realize that if it's a true life insurance policy, in other words, it's paid over at least seven years or more, um, then you can, once cash value is built up, you can borrow against your own policy. And to the degree you, you um, have a policy that builds up a lot of cash value, then your life insurance company cannot turn you down when you want to borrow it. The bank can turn you down. Your life insurance company cannot because <laughs> you're basically <laughs> borrowing your own money. Um, now, the other thing about it is that you can um, – the death benefit, most people realize in most cases – and this is I mean, most people think it's every case. It's not – But in most cases, the death benefit, what's paid out to your beneficiaries, to your family, is um, tax-free, income tax-free. That's nice, okay? So there are a lot of things about life insurance that people really need to know. It can be. Now, 
When people are talking about diversifying a portfolio, why isn't life insurance part of that discussion? It should be, quite frankly. Um, Now, the other thing that folks need to understand about life insurance is the fact that, um, you know, back when I was your age and bought some uh, whole life insurance, um, you know, the CPAs would say, hey, this is not a great investment. If you basically take your money and invest it wisely, it will grow to a larger degree than if you do it in your life insurance. And I would tell you that might have been true then, but it's really not true now. Uh, Yes, it is a conservative investment, but it never loses money. You know, though any any of us have gone through a downturn in the market, uh, most of us are not fabulous investors. You know, we certainly are um, make mistakes with investing, and if we lose. 20% 20% of our investment, we have to make 40% to get back to zero. Right. And that takes us a long, long time. Well, losing money is not a very good way of making money. <laughs> so, you know, here again, life insurance is guaranteed typically in terms of what it will do internally with minimums. So, there are a lot of things about life insurance that are extraordinary. And I know we have to take a break, but at the same time, when we come back, I want to explain how folks can use life insurance to a real advantage. Well, we will do just that. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, you are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. I am Jason Kong. Quick reminder, you can find more about Bill at WGALaw.com. You can also catch him tomorrow morning on the CW22 at 8 a.m. and every Sunday morning with his TV show, Money Secrets. And, Bill, this is a way to get more Bill and more lessons well, in Well, maybe life. this insurance discussion is more a money secret uh, <laughs> than it is asset protection. But it is asset protection, too. But uh, there are a number of things that I want folks to actually understand about insurance. Today, you can buy insurance uh, with a lot of um, options that did not exist years ago. And one of the biggest is you can buy life insurance with a long-term care rider, so that when you buy your life insurance, you're also buying long-term care insurance. Um, what happens with these policies is that if uh, uh, if you have a long-term care crisis, then your life insurance pays out. It does reduce the death benefit. But guess what? It's, it's a very good scenario for folks because – the, uh, number one, uh, there are young people who have long-term care crisis, uh, disabilities, if you will, uh, where your long-term care could pay. Uh, but there's, uh, more importantly, for most of us, when we're younger and need life insurance as risk-based, guess what? It's life insurance. But as we get older, and there are a lot of folks who once they get to, you know, 60, 65, their kids are through college, they're married, 
uh, their kids are married. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line is um, that a lot of folks think, well, gee whiz, I don't need this insurance anymore. Um, so let's just liquidate it. Well, that is taxable, you know, when you liquidate life insurance, when there's so many other things you can do with it. But um, the, the bottom line is, is that um, so if you have if you buy a policy with a long term care rider, particularly for younger people, then um, it, it becomes your long term care insurance uh, when you don't really need the life insurance anymore. So it's. It's huge. In fact, I'm in the process of uh, purchasing those, that type of policy for – I have two children. One's 33 and one's 30. And um, uh, obviously, uh, at this point in their, stay, uh, in their life, they can't really afford the life insurance. So I'm going to buy it for them because the younger that people are when they get their insurance, the cheaper it is and the more effective it is. And so I figure, you know, if I pay for it for, you know, 10 years or so, then they'll be able to afford it after that, and then they'll have it for the rest of their life. And they won't have to worry about buying life insurance for their family because they'll already have it. Now, my boys, unfortunately, neither one are married, uh, and and so we don't have any grandchildren yet, um, but uh, uh, there are just so many other things. Now, there's another thing that's really important for folks because there are a lot of folks my age that bought a whole life or some kind of universal life cash valued build up uh, insurance 25, 35 years ago. Well, if a person owns a policy with cash value and they're still in good health, then they may want to look at exchanging that policy for one of these new policies with a long-term care rider. And the reason I say that is because you can use the cash value, you can exchange it, and there's no tax on the exchange. Um, Plus, the policies are so much better today Mm -hmm. than they were 25 and 35 years ago. In other words, they're far more competitive. And the reason this works so effectively is because life expectancies have gotten longer and longer and longer. Um, and so we're not talking about these stodgy old policies that we bought 30, 35 years ago. Um, and I'll give you an example. I, I had a client who was 60, 60-year-old female, non-smoker, and being a non-smoker is important when it comes to any kind of life insurance or long-term care insurance. Um, and she was still in good health, had not had any kind of cancer scare or heart scare or anything like that. So she was still very much insurable. Well, she had about $20,000 of cash value and a $100,000 death benefit, and it was costing her $1,000 a year, and she was expecting to have to pay that $1,000 for the rest of her life. And she was only 60, so she likely would have 25 or 30 more years of payments. Well, we took that and sent it to a bunch of different companies, and she got back some really great proposals from very strong insurance companies. And so she had a choice. Uh, both of them would have been good, but the bottom line is she could double, almost double her death benefit to about 197000 if she continued to pay the $1,000 premium each year. Or the path she chose was she could basically 
get almost $97,000 of death benefit and stop paying no more $1,000 yearly premiums. Well, you know, duh. <laughs> uh, in other words, the, the policies are just so much better. Now, uh, also, uh, she was able to add long-term care to her policy at the same time. And I've had a number of clients with the same scenario where they've exchanged old policies for new policies that gave them just as much uh, life insurance protection as what they had before or better. Uh, In fact, in almost every instance, they get more life insurance, but they also get a long-term care rider as well. And uh, so folks in their 50s, particularly, that have had life insurance with a cash value buildup, that's really something that they should look at. And, and, you know, in my practice, I have been reviewing life insurance policies and other insurance, long-term care as well, for many, many years. And so this is something that I do as part of our practice in terms of reviewing what people have so that they know what their options are. Because from my perspective, um, in any kind of business decision or financial decision, what do people want to know? What are my options? That's what right. makes sense? What are the pros and cons of doing this or doing that? And uh, it's it's not about, you know, sometimes it's uh, just ob- obvious what the answer is. Sometimes it's not so obvious. Um but anyway, it's the kind of thing where there's just so, so many things. Another thing with insurance is sometimes it's wise for a grandparent or parent to uh, look at different insurance options that can be a, a huge benefit to the beneficiary or the owner of the policy in later years. And as you said, if you do have an older policy, it's very important to shop around and to see what your options are now. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Before we head out, we want to remind you again that we've got our seminars this Wednesday, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 6.30. Did I get that right, That's Bill? That's right. Independence Village, and we hope folks will uh, give us a call and, and come. So if anyone who has a long-term care need or just want the information on it, they should be there. You absolutely should. Please register in advance. You can call Bill in the office at 919-256-7000. That's 919-256-7000. Or you can send an email to wga at wgalaw.com. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you spending some time with us this Saturday morning, and we'll hope you'll do it again. You've been listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF.